Welcome to Watching Trees Grow, a podcast by Troutwood. I'm Gene Natale, co-founder and CEO of Troutwood. It's an honor to welcome a friend of mine uh, to the podcast today, Sarah Cullen with Panthers Forward. Personally, I've worked with Panthers Forward for a number of years now. Uh, Sarah and I have to to recollect exactly how many years. Uh, It's an incredible organization. We have an exciting initiative to share this year, one that we, we think our audience can learn from, that we think other schools can learn from, and most importantly, that we want to share with um, the students here locally at, at the University of Pittsburgh. Uh, Sarah, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me today. Oh, my, my pleasure. Um, and, you know, let's set the table for the students listening because students who, who are inspired, we want them to push this conversation, you know, upstream or downstream and also even not to be shy to talk to educators, administrators, uh, et cetera. My goal is that we can inspire students to take action with our conversation today. Absolutely. Sounds great. And we are going to be having Maggie Mayer, a familiar face also. Hi, Maggie. Hi. Uh, Maggie's an alumni of Panthers Forward. So we're going to get two perspectives. But Sarah, let's go right to you first. For someone who's hearing Panthers Forward for the first time, what is Panthers Forward? Yeah. Uh, So Panthers Forward is part of the affordability initiatives at the University of Pittsburgh. We started in 2018, and our goal is to support students and our participating students in their journey to financial freedom. The program has three priorities, um, providing financial support, providing philanthropic education, and connecting our participating students to the powerful Pitt and Pittsburgh community. So we spend a lot of time with our participating students and we help offset their federal student loan debt prior to graduation. We provide programming and opportunities to connect with organizations like the Pittsburgh Foundation and Troutwood, and then also create an environment virtually and in person um, in the world that we're living in today, where they can connect with each other as a community of Panthers Forward members, but as well as, you know, the uh, large alumni audience that the University of Pittsburgh um, is afforded. Sarah, the primary goal of the organization is a very audacious goal, financial freedom for the students putting on a path. Yeah. Um, I'm curious how you measure that. Yeah, so the goal truly and measurement is that students graduating from the University of Pittsburgh and Panthers Forward are not alone in this journey. Um, It's hard and financial um, wellness and planning is something that is scary. And if you're doing it by yourself, uh, it can feel daunting and overwhelming. And so Panthers Forward is a resource and we measure a lot of our success based on the feedback and interactions that we have with our participating students and our alumni. What you said about students not being alone is so powerful, and it is so important that students take that away. As our audience knows, I teach at the University of Pittsburgh, and Sarah, it usually takes about half of the semester for my students to open up and start to to tell me why they're taking a personal finance class. Right. Uh, and they tell me very personal reasons. No, no surprise. It's not the finance. It's the personal. <laughs> uh, Panthers Ford is an organization that where, where I imagine you can 
fast forward that that conversation and that feeling of not being alone. Is that a fair assumption? We do our best, right? Um, and I think that the communication and content with the students from the very beginning sets the stage for them to know. Uh, clearly, the university is invested in making sure they're not alone through this journey because there's an office like Panthers Forward that exists. And we're one of you know many places on campus that are starting to have these conversations um, and making sure that students feel like if they um, not only have some place to go, but also know that um, where those locations are and where this, you know, where the resources on campus exist. Is there a most important message that you hope our student audience takes away from this conversation? Yeah, I, I would say the most important message is, you know, our students and graduating students aren't alone in their journey to combating student debt and finding a financial freedom or plan. But I also think that the most important thing is starting to have a plan, right? And so this um, conversation that we're having today is, I would say, hopefully in the middle of or at the beginning of um every student's journey to creating their own plan and knowing that they have resources to help develop that plan. Um, if they take advantage of opportunities like listening to this podcast and then following up with the additional programming and opportunities to engage with you and um, other resources in the future through the program. And I do truly believe that with having a plan, each of our graduating students from Panthers Forward can see their dreams come true. Um, and I just would love to be a small piece of that and helping them reach those goals. Oh, Sarah, I, I can't tell you how much I love that statement. Pairing <laughs> dreams with a plan. Yep. Maggie, when, when you heard that, that starting uh, that the students having a plan is, is kind of the most important goal. I'm curious what thoughts ran through your head. Well, what thoughts ran through my head right now <laughs> is that that sounds just like we're trying to do also. So that was really cool because um, I do think it's important to be spreading that message uh, like earlier on and during college, because that's something that's not talked about a lot is planning for the future. Like I know for myself, I kind of just had my student dad just kind of sitting there and it's just kind of like, oh, it's a problem for the future. But I would say that being a part of Panthers Forward really like kind of opened my eyes to the fact that I am not alone and the, the mere existence of it is like very meaningful in that the university, you know, does care about helping their students with their debt and like is taking action steps to help. Awesome. Maggie, is there anything that you've learned since graduation that you would want to share with the current Panther students? Yeah. I mean, I would say planning ahead um, could like just absolutely change everything. <laughs> like it would eliminate so much, um, nervousness or unsureness like I really did not plan ahead too much to deal with my loans so I am kind of playing it by ear trying to do my best but if I had started 
like a lot earlier, or if I had had this conversation earlier, I think it would have made a big difference, both emotionally and, you know, in actuality of dealing with debt. Ooh, Sarah, what do you think when you hear Maggie say emotionally, stepping away from the planning part and the, <laughs> the emotion that debt has on us? Yeah, I mean, it's an emotional roller coaster and a heavy burden for a lot. You know, I, I know, you know, we've talked a little bit about stats in the past and it's clear because 98% of our Panthers Forward recipients have indicated that the financial support from the program is critical and the grant and the financial contributions or uh, relief that Panthers Forward provides makes a significant difference in their student debt burden and the, I think that emotional strain that they go through uh, by having, you know, by having and being part of Panthers Forward, the students have indicated that uh, they're able to consider other options after graduation, which we love to see, right? That's excellent. And honestly, I think the goal is to elevate that and heighten that feeling of being able to explore options that emotionally connect to their passions so that um, they can do anything they set their mind to and not have the hurdle or the constraints of, I can't do it because of a financial burden. Uh, fa fantastic. M Maggie, you said something else I want to I want to just restate because of it's important and it will echo what Sarah said was the most important objective. Having a plan could change everything. And Sarah, while Maggie talked about the emotional fear of her student loans, we're going to be doing a follow-up episode to this because Maggie did do the planning part. Right. And um, it's, it's how Maggie and I met each other uh, <laughs> because she completed a financial plan. And I don't want to steal the thunder from that future episode, Maggie, but I do want you to share the first sentence from your financial plan because I think it's a great one. Yes. The first sentence is that I wanted to work for a tech company in Pittsburgh. And here I am, financial tech company. <laughs> because when I saw that sentence, of course, I had to reach out for Maggie to reach out to Maggie. Uh, so Sarah, what a great example on, on two sides here, because yes, the student loan is a, a real emotional fear, but Maggie created a plan that created opportunity. So I hope students hear that. Yeah, we couldn't be more proud of Maggie. Um, I think she embodies a lot of what we are hoping all graduating students will kind of strive to uh, achieve. And, you know, it is scary and it's emotional. And I'm glad that we have an opportunity to talk a little bit about it today and get the conversation started because honestly, the excitement about saving and combating debt is almost more gratifying and gives a different sense of emotional satisfaction than um, the fear of handling it and combating it. And Sarah, it's not mutually exclusive. Uh, yeah. What I mean by that is I'm, I'm often surprised at how many of my students ask, Gene, should I save or should I pay off my student loans? Not yeah. what's the balance between doing both. Yeah. So students, we're going to, you know, turn the table here. Sarah has some questions that, that she wanted to ask, but I want to, I'm going to just, for the third time in this episode, I want to say, 
you are not alone. You're not alone in having student loan debt. You're not alone in the emotions and, and feeling the emotions that, that that puts on your heart. You're not alone if you feel scared, fearful, <laughs> nervous about it. But when you can't go backwards, it's important that you choose the best path forward. And that's what having a plan can do for you. Um, you know, it's I don't, dreams without plans are wishes, right? Dreams with plans can come true. Uh, Sarah, you have a couple questions that, that you would like to ask on behalf of the Panther Forward student body. Yeah, I, you know, we are fortunate enough to have a great digital engagement platform uh, with Panthers Forward. So I've been able to communicate with our students regularly. Um, and it, historically, you know, Gene, we've had you come and talk to the students in a symposia format. But this year, I think this podcast is a great way to get the conversation started. And then, you know, the opportunity for our Panthers Forward students to meet with you one-on-one -on -one to talk about their personal financial planning. But I think at large, it would be great to have a quick conversation and really ask you about, like, let's talk about debt and, and leave it at that and have you kind of roll with, let's talk about debt first. Uh Absolutely. And the, 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 the short answer, the elevator pitch answer is debt is a legal obligation, which means if you have it, you're legally obligated to repay it. Uh, so that, and that's early on, we had said, push this conversation both upstream, but also, also downstream. So if you have people in your life that haven't yet made this choice, share what you're learning, share your fears, share what it means to have debt. And I'm going to put a caveat to that, Sarah. I usually learn in between weeks five and seven in the semester, which students have credit card debt. No one brings that up before they know me better as, a, as an instructor. And I know them better as students. That's not something you wear on a t-shirt on day one of class saying, hey, Gene, I'm here because I've maxed out three credit cards. You're not alone. Let's talk about how to, to resolve that. And candidly, at least you did it now when your credit card borrowing limits are so low and not 10, <laughs> 15, 20 years from now when they're, they're meaningfully higher. So let's learn from these experiences. And my caveat, and the reason I, I bring that up is because I've seen it every semester of teaching. And it is the one caveat to everything we're talking about, Sarah. If you have credit card debt that you are not repaying, you need to circle that in giant, giant, bold font on your plan and say, I'm going to eliminate this first. And then we're going to you know, talk about the other debts. Immediately underneath that is the obvious student loan debt. Um, but, but circle the credit card. I see two other types of debt amongst my students, auto loans, but very small. And I'm seeing a trend of fewer and fewer students even pursuing you know, things like driver's license or, or getting that first car, but I still do see auto loans. And then very rarely, but I do see this each semester is the very dangerous payday lending. Uh, and I see typically you see like one or two students. That's a very small thing. So I say that so that our student audience, if any of those four buckets resonated personally to you, know that you've got a safe place in Sarah and Panthers Forward to embrace that conversation because a choice that you don't have is putting your head in the sand and ignoring debt. <laughs> it is imperative that you put a plan around repayment. Yeah. Those debt buckets I think are, uh, and it, 
every person's probably different, right? With which bucket is bigger for them. And so the conversation can't be, you know, I think that that's why coming and talking to you and having a plan to combat your biggest debt bucket is pro and repay that is, is excellent. Sarah, did I leave any, any types of debt out that maybe you see or the Panthers forward sees that I, I didn't talk about? Uh, we'll have to do a podcast after we talk to all the Panthers forward students and follow up on which ones we missed. Because I'm sure there's others out there, and I'm sure the people who aren't in one of those buckets that we've talked about um, aren't alone in that either, right? So not that I can think of right now uh, asking me on the spot, but I think that probably embodies a lot of it. I do think the maybe the private versus public, uh, or private versus federal oh. debt would be a piece. Because um, I know you said student loans, but there's a lot of different types of student loans. And understanding the different types of debt, not just those bigger buckets of auto, student, credit card. Well, and I'll add two terms, fixed and floating. Right, so exactly. We'll, we'll go private, federal, fixed, floating. Maggie, what are you thinking as you're hearing this? Is there, is, did, did we miss anything with the, the fear around the debt or those types of debt before we jump into the student loan specifics? I wouldn't say so. I, I just wanted to make a quick comment that I would say that Panthers Forward was really like the first time I felt like I could like just like take a breath and <laughs> in terms of my loans. So I was just super grateful for that. And Panthers Forward is an amazing program. So just wanted to say that really quick. <laughs> That's great. Love to hear that. And Gene, I think that um, I would love to dive into this loans and uh, the debt. I do want to hopefully make sure we get time too to get to a little bit of the other big bucket. That's the fun bucket of saving, right? So we want to talk about this debt and I think each student will have an opportunity to talk to you. But if you want to talk a little bit more about that, and then I guess the next question is going to revolve around the other side of the spectrum with saving. Absolutely. I, let me, I do want to just push to, to Maggie, because that was really interesting. You said, Maggie, that Panthers 4 was the first time you felt safe having this conversation. Was that because, to some of Sarah's earlier points, did you feel alone? Did you feel that maybe other students didn't have debt? Or what, why did you wait till then to have the conversation? Yeah, I mean, I definitely did feel alone. And I sort of came from a high school that was like, I was a scholarship kid, so it was kind of just like I would keep that to myself. And so I just kind of like continue to do that in terms of debt. And I was just like, you know what, like I'll figure it out. It's like not anyone else's business. It's only my problem. Like that's kind of how I felt. But then Panthers Forward is kind of like, oh, there like a lot of people are feeling the same way as me. So it just kind of opened my eyes a bit. And I do wish that. I had sort of looked for help sooner, but, you know, later is better than never. <laughs> Sarah, that's really interesting to hear uh, from your perspective, I imagine. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, to that front, I can say where we're at now is a starting point and we're hoping to continue to grow and make sure that this conversation gets started earlier and earlier. Let's. So I'm going to give six terms for student loans that'll help. I think our audience at least 
gain some familiarity and potentially even some comfort. Each candidly deserves its own episode. So Sarah, <laughs> we, we're not going to, in, in, in lieu of time, we, we won't go, you know, three layers deep. Uh, but first, the federal versus the private that, that Sarah had referenced. And quite simply, federal are, are loans that come from the government, whereas private loans are offered by, you know, private sector, private companies. Underneath the federal and the private, you have subsidized and unsubsidized loans. Again, the headline difference, subsidized loans do not accrue interest while you're in school. This means that a $10,000 loan will be a $10,000 loan when you graduate. An unsubsidized loan does accrue interest, which means upon graduation, that same $10,000 example would be a little bit higher because you've accrued interest. And then two more, and I, I think these are particularly important given our current economic and interest rate environment, fixed versus floating. And that is specific to the interest rate or the borrowing rate on your student loans. Fixed rates stay the same over the life of your loan, whereas floating rates will increase or decrease based on whether the base rate increases or decreases. And if you've been reading the recent headlines, there's a lot of press about rising interest rates. Um, Sarah, are there one of those six terms that you hear most frequently from students or do you hear a scattering of all of them? I would say the financial support of Panthers Forward directly offsets our participating students' federal student loan debt. So we talk about that most because that's where we are able to support and provide financial relief currently. We are trying to educate um, uh, and provide resources like this one and the opportunity to talk to you to make sure that um, knowledge and understanding of all of the different areas also exists. And so I would say talking about private and um, federal student loans are what we hear most often, but I think that's also because of the nature of the program. And with your goal of, of a plan for everyone, though, that's going to be more of a holistic, put it all on paper and let's see the big picture. Correct. Correct. And just because we're able to help right now with the federal student loan debt, um, by no means makes us um, any less of a resource or a sounding board or a conversational place for the other aspects of the um, debt that students are combating. Because, Sarah, when you mentioned federal, all federal student loans have a fixed interest rate. Right. And if our students are only circling that bucket... And if interest rates are rising on private loans that maybe are a, a variable, we're not doing anyone any favors by not having the complete conversation. Correct. Correct. Is there a most common question or number one question you get from students? Um, I would say, you know, after a few years now of us, Gene, doing this conversation um, and having some Q&A time with our participating students, the biggest question is, what should I pay off first? Um, that I see with debt and should I be saving while I'm paying off, right? The one or the other, like, do I put all of my money that I make after graduation towards paying off and repaying the debts 
do I do a split between savings and what is that retirement that my first employer is talking about with matching? Um, so I think it's the unknown of when you graduate, the reality is majority of students are earning a somewhat smaller than they even expected salary annually. And so what is the best way to use that salary to repay and save and, you know, I, I can assume based off what I've heard, Gene, that your answer is let's have a plan. Let's put it on paper and see what it looks like truly um, when you're looking at it um, written down. But I would say that's probably the biggest conversation is there's not enough money sometimes to save and repay. So what do I repay and what do I save? Well, stay and true to the theme of the podcast there. I'll answer all three of those <laughs> Points, but I'll try to do it in a sentence or two because we'll expand further with the students over the course of the semester. But for our audience, those were three kind of power statements. First, I see every semester, to your point, students typically get a smaller salary than they expected. That is so common that the Fed just put out a number maybe two months ago now that the number is as high as like twenty thousand. Don't don't quote me on that. If there was a decimal point, it's yeah. a big number. We're modeling for salaries that are unrealistic based on the resources we're going to to say, oh, this is an expected salary. Which to your point, Sarah, having a plan, if I'm planning to have X dollars, but I get X minus Y dollars, I'm already starting my plan on the back foot. So being realistic with salary is a big deal. Well, and I also think that having a plan before maybe even knowing your salary, right? So that you know the type of salary you need to negotiate to survive and to live the life you want to live um, and be realistic with it, right? Because I think that salary negotiation when you're going through the job hunt is something that we could have another podcast on at some point. But I think knowing what you are striving for um, or having the salary and knowing where how you're going to manage it are there's two different paths to having your plan. Um, and depending where each of our Panthers forward, you know, class of 2022 students are at this year um, is why we are hoping that they'll take an opportunity to come and talk to you. And then their plan can be created based off where they are personally right now. I, I think fantastic. And yes, you can build a plan before having a salary and should, I, I, I right. would like to see every student at the university of Pittsburgh. I'd like to see every student in the country graduate with a working financial plan and built before they get their salary. Uh, too quick. I want to answer the other two bullet points really quick. Um, should I say yes? And like fireworks coming out of the screen or out of your phone, <laughs> if you're listening to the audio here, yes, you should save. It is not mutually exclusive to save or pay off student loans. And for our students who are seniors and graduating into the workforce, contribute at least the minimum to receive the maximum company match at your employer. I'm going to say that again. Contribute at least the minimum dollar amount to receive the maximum company match at your employer. That gives you a little bit of a, a pay raise on day one. The second uh, part, Sarah, if you're not a senior graduating, Roth IRA, start saving a little bit. right? Even a little bit counts. So juniors, sophomores, freshmen, or even you know high school students listening that want to go to the University of Pittsburgh one day. Uh, and Gene, I think my initial, and I know we're kind of trying to wrap up to a degree because we could talk you and I about this probably for two hours and <laughs> no one wants to listen to that, I don't think. But I think um, the Roth and what that term is, is something that we get a question on a lot um, versus just a traditional 401k um, and what a Roth component means. 
I want to answer that, but I kind of want to see what Maggie says. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like putting her on the spot. <laughs> I know. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Maggie, what advice would you have on that question? I mean, I guess what what is the question exactly? The Roth IRA. What if is a it? student asking Sarah saying, should I do a Roth IRA? Should they yes. should they, or you what? Can take because yep. it's tax free. That's the that's the answer in a nutshell. Junior junior college student asking Sarah that question, an opportunity to contribute a tax free. So you're it's the money that you've you've already paid taxes on, but that's going to grow tax free for your entire working right. career. Like Maggie's face right there, boom. That's right. Like that's it. <laughs> that's, uh, it. that's like so, Sarah. Super easy question. Like almost we could carve out that twenty seconds and just say, hey, play this and go do it. Right. Right. <laughs> um, I, I love that. And then well, the third point you had made was kind of the, the debt ranking. And again, we, we covered that earlier. Credit cards, if you have them. Uh, student loans, just just very quickly, things for students to think about. Can you consolidate? Particularly right. if you do have you know private floating rate loans uh, and, and, and make a plan. List them in order. I, 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 I know there's a behavioral finance side of this that says I maybe want to pay off a smaller loan at a lower interest rate. I'm a big believer that you want to put as many dollars in your pocket as you can and, you know, would suggest you, you rank your student loans by highest interest rate. Um, Sarah, as we wind down, because I know you wanted yep. to, we want to keep this under that half hour mark. Yep. I'm going to ask Maggie the final question. And Maggie, I'm curious if there is a question that you didn't ask when you were in school that maybe you wish you would have, or like, Hey, you, you've got the students right now, student body, they're listening. They're, they're saying, I'm not going to go ask a question. What questions should they go ask Sarah? Hmm. I mean, all of the questions that you've presented so far, I would definitely think are super important to be asking, um, especially probably I um, put an emphasis on learning about the different types of loans because um, I feel like that's really commonly misunderstood or people just don't know. And so they push it off and just deal with it as it comes. But I feel like understanding your student loans and what exactly they mean is super important. Absolutely. And I think, you know, Jean, just to like uh, expand a little bit on that is I think understanding your financial position is really important um, and knowing where you're at financially so that you can make a plan to achieve whatever your goals are. Um, and I think, you know, Gene, I'm sure we're going to get into the wrap up right now, but by no means do, is the purpose or goal of this podcast to say that we are expert as far as Panthers forward with any of this content, but we are here to connect our participating students to the experts. Um, and so we will love to hear questions and find and really leverage the power of the Pitt alumni and community to make sure that our students' questions are answered. Uh, and so the opportunity that each of the 2022 Panthers Forward students have to schedule a time with you to meet one-on-one -on -one can be to talk more about questions that they may have because of this podcast or questions they may have about, you know, where they're at financially. But it could also be as nitty gritty as coming in with, you know, an Excel document and talking to you about the Troutwood app and talking to you about the specifics of this is how much money is in each one of my, you know, debt 
buckets and how am I going to pay it back? So I think that um, hopefully all 150 of our participating students this year will take advantage of that opportunity. And if other questions exist, know that they can come to our office. And if we don't have the answers, uh, Pitt is a powerful place and Pitt will have the answers and we will help connect them to those people. Um, well, Sarah, this, this has been fun and just the general themes of this. You're not alone and ask questions. I, that, I heard that resonates so much amongst the three of us as we were talking. And, and I made a note of Maggie's question. She wished that, you know, that she would push to students. Know your loans. Why is that important? Because plans are hard to achieve when they go perfectly. Let alone <laughs> when you, you maybe didn't understand one of your loans and the amount was higher than you planned for. So students, I hope that we gave you enough conversation starters to feel comfortable approaching Sarah, the team of Panthers Forward. Uh, to, do, to do a one-on-one -on -one with me where we just have a safe conversation about your uh, your financial future. Yeah, and in order for them to do that, they'll want to make sure they can, any participating student of Panthers Forward will want to complete the form at the end of this podcast. And then once they complete that form, we'll be in touch with next steps on where to go from there. That sounds really great. And for the, on, the, on the conversation of planning, the follow-up episode to this is going to be a 10-minute episode with Maggie on how she built her financial plan. So we're going to actually go into a kind of a, a working session to, to give an example. It's excellent. Can't wait to watch it, Maggie, or hear it. Both. Both. Sarah, Maggie, thank you. Sarah, thank you to the entire team at Panthers Ford for the great work that you do uh, for the students, for the university. And thank you to everyone uh, for tuning in to Watching Trees Grow, a podcast by Troutman. Thanks so much.